I recently helped hundreds of people achieve more in a few months than they had the previous several years. And now I'm getting ready to open up another challenge where I want to help you do the same. Here is actually a short testimonial of someone who was in that challenge. This challenge was hands down the best thing I did all year. And I appreciate the time, energy, and heart that you put into it. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist and best-selling author of many books that have now sold millions of copies. Click the link down below and watch this free training where I will show you these frameworks on how you can achieve more in the next 90 days than you possibly have in the last five to 10 years. Click the link down below and watch the training before it goes away. What happens when you react rather than responding mindfully and thoughtfully in the present, you actually react based on whatever it may be, assumptions of the past. And so in this video, I'm going to talk about how to quickly realize when you've been triggered, because obviously when you're triggered, something in the unconscious, something from your past that's an important part of your identity has been threatened to some degree in one manner or another, you're reacting for all sorts of reasons. The reasons are going to be different for each individual and the things that trigger you are going to be different from each individual. What's personal to me has to do with my history and also how I interpret that history. And so in this video, again, I'm going to share with you how to quickly see and how to become mindful when you have been triggered and then how to quickly resolve it such that you're becoming increasingly anti-fragile. Anti-fragile means that you are becoming better as a result of everything. You're becoming more mindful as a result of everything, and that everything that comes up is ultimately something you turn into learning and development. Most people, they let the unconscious rule them for most of their life, and they get triggered and act in unhealthy ways, and then they don't resolve it, and they don't learn from it. Therefore, they continue to leave it that way, and then they just they don't learn the lessons. Lessons are repeated until they're learned. There's a key quote and a key concept that I want to share and then ultimately give you a few tools on how to quickly realize when you're triggered and we're all going to get triggered. There's no reason to be mad about it, but how to quickly solve it when you do such that you've now changed the memory, such that you've now changed the meaning of it and you're now aware of it and you've made the unconscious conscious and you can now move forward. So the key quote here is this, and this is the crucial centerpiece of this. This is the core idea of this video. You do not see the outside world. You only see your own reaction to it. And so what you want to do is become more and more aware of your reactions. Another variation of this quote comes from Stephen Covey, where he says that you don't see the world as it is. You see the world as you are. Similarly, you don't see other people as they are. You see other people as you are. And so with this said, I'm going to go ahead and share the experience I had and then I'm going to teach you a principle in psychology that helps you master your past and help you quickly become a lot more mindful and to learn a lot more so that you don't continually repeat the same errors so that you're not as controlled by your subconscious, but instead you're becoming a lot more conscious generally. So the situation was this morning I got an email from a friend who's also a very influential writer. He showed me a screenshot that someone had sent him of one of my social media accounts and on my social media account, which I did not control, someone on my team controlled, there was a quote from one of my books and it just basically said the quote and then it said my name. But the actual fact was is that the quote was from this guy, my friend who had emailed me and I had quoted him in the book, but on my social media account, it was not attributed to them. It was not attributed and so it was quoted and it was basically saying it was my quote. And so my friend just showed me the screenshot and he said, hey, someone informed me that this happened. It's an easy oversight. He was very generous. He was not mad at me, but I'll tell you why it triggered me. And this is where you start to become self-aware. And this is the part where this is personal to me. And so this situation might not trigger you, but something is going to trigger you that's going to be personal to you. The reason this triggered me, and I didn't even realize I was triggered until I started thinking about it. And, and I just realized, oh, I, I think I just was reactive there. And I was not emotional about it. I just moved forward. But basically the reason this was personal to me 
was because I have a PhD. I've obviously spent a lot of time in academics and in academics, there's a huge emphasis and focus on, you know, referencing who you're citing. I happen to have a lot of personal experiences where one of my professors, who was one of my best friends, got fired because even he plagiarized himself. There's even a concept in academics called self-plagiarism, and he got fired for plagiarizing himself. I know that that's crazy. I've also had many people plagiarize my work. Back from 2015 to 2018, I was the top blogger in the world on a website called medium.com. My blogs were read by tens of millions of people, and regularly people would literally copy-paste my work and then just make small changes and publish it as their own. And so I know the feeling. When I got that email today, I quickly brought on the person on my team who's responsible for that side of things and just said, hey, this wasn't me. This was, you know, my social media guy, blah, blah, blah. And I brought him in rather than forwarding the email to my the person on my team and then talking to them privately. I actually brought them in on the email with my friend and it ended up not being a big deal at all. But the thing is, is I started walking and thinking about it. And I, this is really a big key is, is I thought about it and I said, you know what? I actually reacted overly quickly and I don't think I handled that in the most thoughtful, mindful way. And so I reached out to the person on my team and apologized. And I just said, look, I think that I, I was quick to react and I explained why. I'm not mad at myself for reacting, by the way. I think this is a key point. The purpose is learning. Lessons are repeated until they're learned, but you do want to be thoughtful about it. You want to watch your reactions. This is the whole point. And usually your reactions are related to other people. Usually you react in a defensive way and you might not even know why you're defensive. And so you do want to just simply think about it and you want to be aware of your reactions and you don't want to just let things simmer. Rather than just ignoring what happened and just moving forward, I actually wanted to fix it. And this is one of the ways to obviously fix and change your subconscious is, is first you become aware of it. This is mindfulness. Be aware of your own reactions. This is almost a meta approach where you start to observe your own self and you observe your reactions and you question those assumptions. Rather than just assuming that that was the right way to react, you actually question back. This is a really big key as well in psychology. There's two things. One is, is that you're not your past self. So I am not my past self. I'm not the same person I was in the past. And so just because something was super important and meaningful to me in the past doesn't mean it has to be now. I can question the assumptions of my past self. But just as vital, and this fits with having a growth mindset, is, is that I am not my present self. Now, this may sound really weird, but I am not my present self. My present self, as Dr. Daniel Gilbert said, is as present and fleeting as the present moment. And so just because I reacted in a certain way doesn't mean that that's who I am. Instead of trying to defend myself and trying to be right, as Dr. Brene Brown said, I'm trying to get it right. So that means I don't have to defend my reactions. I don't have to defend myself. This is part of becoming anti-fragile. Is is number one, I don't need to defend my past, but also I don't need to defend my present. Instead, I can be really open and just acknowledge this is what happened. And so I can have empathy and compassion for my past self and for my past in general and say, yeah, this is why I reacted this way, but I'm not that person anymore and I don't need to, to react that way. And then you want to resolve it with the relationship as fast as possible. This is how you gain trust. There's a great book on this called The Speed of Trust, but also there's just a lot of research on this topic that says that conflict can actually increase intimacy and trust if you have an open conversation with the other person and if both parties are willing to have their minds changed. And so I was able to actually just tell the person on my team, look, I handled this wrong. I think I should have forwarded you the email rather than include you on the email. And it, it honestly created an anti-fragile situation where, and this is the idea of anti-fragile, by the way, is, is, and this is a great book from Nassim Taleb where he talks about how volatility, think about volatility in the marketplace, usually makes things fragile over time. And this fits with entropy, by the way, as well, the concept of entropy which is that over time, things usually become more conflicted and more chaotic. 
And that's the idea of volatility usually breaks things. And that's the idea of fragility. Well, Nassim Taleb's book, Anti-Fragile, provides a phenomenal framework and a mindset that is the idea that when volatility comes, things that are anti-fragile always get better, not worse. And so volatility, ups and downs, peaks and valleys, challenging situations, if people are willing to be open, mindful, and learners and create trust and have, have their minds changed and can learn quickly from their experiences and not just continue to be triggered and repeat the same events over and over, but change their mind. And you change your mind, honestly, by changing your past and changing how you identify and how you operate in the present. And you realize you're not the same person. You don't have to have the same reactions. You don't have to have the same views. I believe I evolved a lot today. And, and this is part of being anti-fragile is, is that you don't, it's not like you want to avoid being triggered. You're going to be triggered. There's going to be situations and episodes from your past that are unresolved. We all have a past. We all have things that are essentially just components of our worldview that life and situations will, you know, will trigger and evoke responses. And it's, it's about becoming increasingly mindful in the present and in the present, continuously reshaping the meaning of your past, but also in the present, being mindful and open about when you've, when you've done something that wasn't the most effective and acknowledging that, just acknowledging that. And by simply acknowledging it in your relationships, not only do you build more trust, but you have now integrated that experience. You've now clearly learned the lesson and you can do this very effectively. And it's really just a matter of developing mastery over your past. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a process of becoming more mindful. Mindfulness is really about awareness of your own reactions. It's also awareness of the context that triggered those reactions. And as you become more mindful and as you become less defensive and as your identity is less rooted in your past or present selves, then you can quickly observe your own reactions and observe when maybe you were a little bit more reactive and think about why you were reactive in that way. And you can look back and say, oh yeah, this, this is why I was reactive in that way. For me, being big in academics where uh, attributing sources is really big, also watching one of my professors lose his job in that way, also having other people massively uh, plagiarize my work. Plagiarism is something that you know obviously has deep meaning to me and things where I've seen traumas in the people around me. And so when I got an email from someone randomly that I was plagiarizing them, admittedly, I had a quick reaction. But now I, I evolved past that and move forward and let it go. And the idea is to slow that period down as much as possible. In psychology, they actually called a refractory period, a refractory period. And by, and by the way, I did not have a huge emotional reaction. Like I wasn't mad, upset, but I do see that I, I did react uh, and that I pulled this team member on the email chain and brought them in to talk to the person rather than privately messaging them and, and resolving it in a more thoughtful way, I had quickly reacted. But the psychological term is a refractory period. And a refractory period in psychology is when you have an emotional experience, the, the, the length of the refractory period is the length of time it takes to emotionally recover from, integrate and learn from that experience such that it's now post-traumatic growth. Now you're better as a result of that experience ra rather than worse. Trauma usually happens when you have a negative experience of some sort emotionally and rather than becoming aware of it, it becomes embedded in the subconscious and now it's driving you versus you refining and transforming your past. Rather than you becoming aware of it, having empathy towards your past self, also having empathy towards your present self, but openly acknowledging it, becoming aware of it, seeing what happened and then resolving it in your life and in your relationships. This is how you become aware. This is how you integrate things. And this is how you build trust. And this is how you transform trauma quickly. This is also how you simply become aware of your own reactions and aware when you're triggered. I invite you maybe to ponder on a time when maybe you've been reactive recently and how long that refractory period was. When you start to think about it and become aware of it, the length of the, of the refractory period is the length of time when you change your mind. This is the idea of reframing, by the way, is changing your mind. I was able to think about it and change my mind and say, oh, 
I didn't handle that in the best way. I didn't handle that in the higher conscious way that I want to. And then and then having compassion towards my past self and saying, you know what, here's why. And I can understand here's why. And I explained it to my team member. And I just said, here's why I was triggered. Here's why I think I handled it in a way that I, you know, I didn't ap- appreciate. And my own team member was very empathetic and compassionate towards me. He's like, I actually think you handled it fine. And, and that's fine too. But for me, I know I wanted to handle it better. And so I wanted to just acknowledge that. And now I've learned a lot about myself. I learned something about a way in which I could be triggered. I've let it go, moved on. And this is how you start to develop anti-fragility or psychological flexibility. This is also how you develop um, mastery of your past, where you're no longer driven by your past, but actually you in the present continuously refine and reframe your past and get more and more from it. This is how you become a lot more conscious, mindful, and anti-fragile. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I am the author of 10X is Easier Than 2X. If you have not read this book, this book will help you to operate from your future self and how to be 10 times more strategic. I actually recently did a leadership training with a company doing about 200 million a year. I actually did that training on this book yesterday. And it's amazing to see how much even companies that are doing 200 million or up to a billion a year are still operating from their past. And you really want your strategy to come from your 10x future. So if you haven't yet done it, check out 10x is easier than 2x. Also be your future self now, which is just all the research on future self and how to start to identify and operate as your future self. Like this video, please subscribe. Thanks for being here. Have a great day.